welcome to another edition of the NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Communications and Advocacy with NCBI. And today I have the pl pleasure of having a chat with Joe McPhillips, who is based in uh, Wexford. And welcome aboard, Joe, and thanks for taking the time to have a quick chat with me. No problem, June. Uh, nice to be here. Nice to say hello. Great, great, great. So I suppose just for the benefit of our listeners, if you could kind of kick off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Joe McPhillips, I'm uh, 48 years of age, I uh, lost my size due to diabetic retinopathy 14, 15 years ago and uh, I've been trying to cope with it ever since, good days, bad days and I have two kids and a partner and that's where we'll start from. That's a very good start. Um, and it, it, tell us, Joe, obviously, if, if you lost your sight um, in your in your 30s. Um, yes. At, at what point were you in life at that point? Were you in a student? Were you working? Were you... Um, I was... Yeah, I was at a good point in my life. I was working, good job. Uh, turning a few corners in, a, in my personal life and uh, had literally moved in with my partner, life going in the right direction. And between moving in with her and six months later, I was blind. And that was quite a start to a new relationship. But um, yeah, I lost my eyesight within six weeks. That was at the start of February 2008. And then by the time of my birthday in March, I I couldn't see a thing. Wow, that is very, very fast. No wonder yes. it's taken a long while to adjust and accept and um, be where you are now. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a long road. And the recovery is kind of the way I often say it, it's like it's like rebooting a computer. You just have to start again and get everything and get if you eat acceptance, I'd say, is the hardest thing to to, to do or one of the hardest along the way. And then it's just, uh, you know, independent living skills and trying to pick up and trying to relearn everything you learned before that you thought you knew. Yeah, exactly. No wonder that takes time. And and tell us what kind of services have you availed of from NCBI to to help you on this journey? Oh, everything, absolutely everything. Once I I didn't even know about the NCBI. I was losing my sight, and it, it, the truth is, I I cut my foot very badly on a door that was open, and I wasn't really accepting my sight loss either. And I'd never been in touch with the NCBI, and the nurse. The, the nurse that came to the house uh, he patched up my foot and said listen there's people out there at the NCBI and one thing led to another got me in touch with them I got in touch with Liz Mellon and Anna Williams God bless and from there they got in touch with me and then I got down to Wexford to the NCBI in Loughran and met some very good people I slowly started to chip away at all my denial and 
yeah, got me to start liking life again. And but good to answer your question again, it would have been independent living skills. Uh, that's what it would, would have been mainly uh, long cane training, uh, trying to redo routes uh, around the town here. And with Maureen Nelligan, is would definitely be with the technology side of things. I personally myself, I bought my first ever computer or PC in the January sales in 2008 and I couldn't see it in February, which I always love telling people because it's kind of funny. And um, I never had an iPhone or anything like that. Uh, I had an email address forever, but never used it. And I was only starting to get into the kind of electronic mail, social media, all that kind of crack. And then I had to start again and that, you know it was fun but I'm kind of out the other side now and I'm pretty much fairly sharp on on the old Apple products that are out there if anyone knows me at all I'm just Apple Joe or Joe Apple whatever they decide to slag me about but that's the way it is You're not an Android oh. fan then no? Don't, don't go to the dark side June we're getting on so well <laughs> Fair enough I like your honesty um, <laughs> So obviously technology is a bit of a, um, a a passion of yours and what would you describe as your kind of favourite app or gadget to help you live independently? Uh, what I found uh, for living independently, I think the Apple, uh, you know, like some of the rest of your colleagues there know me and um, I do some of the talking technology podcasts with them. I'm in on the, the panel with them sometimes and I am just Apple, 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 Apple. It's the first. It was the first kind of smart product that was put into my hand uh, when I went blind, and it was a touch screen. It was fairly daunting. It's just like a piece of glass, flat piece of glass. No alphanumeric pad as you would have, say, on the old Nokia's or what I was used to. You know, yeah. uh, just answer a call, text. But then, you know, slowly but surely, I man, I mastered all the finger gestures for using the phone and I think a smartphone if if you can get your head around it is essential for anyone because uh, with all the apps that are out there even my email like I can keep on top of it even today with with, with, with doing this uh, podcast with yourself June and different things I find it very easy to stay in touch with people that way they can send you it it's there it's in the history uh, and if you know how to access it and, and reply to messages, etc., etc., I think it's very handy. Well, some of my favorite apps would be Seeing AI. It's called Seeing AI. It's free. It's from Microsoft. And that uh, has a lot of uh, independent apps built in, like for, for reading and uh, identifying your money, you know, starting out your wallet before you go out. And the other one, which I'm using a lot lately, is the Soundscape app for when I'm out walking around and you can make different markers and routes and waypoints. And I'm really enjoying that because I'm finding that that's getting me out a bit more with the confidence side of things. And you're more confident where you're walking to and from. And you, you don't tend to get as lost as I was getting, if you know what I mean. And that landscape app, to be fair, it's really, really um, effective, as you say, to encourage people to um, 
stretch their wings a little bit in in areas. But do you ever feel that um, the internet connection is becomes it anyway faulty for you and um, is, has led led you astray in any way? Uh, luckily, no. There's a good old internet reception here down around New Ross, and it has the soundscape has been updated as well and I think not sure on this now but I've been using it offline with routes that I've saved and it'll still give the route on the phone it'll still give the waypoint the kind of marker ding 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 and um, I bought a new pair of uh, over ear headphones like, that leave my ears free so I can still hear the traffic around, but it's their jawbone uh, earphones and, you know, I can use them. And if an update now that you don't have to have the phone in your hand um, to mark on the phone, you just talk to your, talk to Siri and it'll, it'll, you know, you can say set waypoint here, set waypoint here. So I've been out, that's only out in the last week and I've been out fiddling with that lately. So it's, it's pretty good. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah, I was talking to a previous um service user who has used Soundscape um, out on uh, while out kayaking on a lake um, and has certainly felt the benefit of um, kayaking is his hobby and has been unable to do it recently um, due to his sight deteriorating. But now thanks to Soundscape, he's able to get out and about a bit more um, with his wife uh, and use the um, app to navigate safely on the lake as well. So it's certainly revolutionising people's independence, which is brilliant. Yeah, you can set a waypoint uh, anywhere, June. It just, even in the park here in, in Ross where I like going, it's very open and very, you know, out there. And you, you're kind of going along. It's often happened, you think you go, I'm here, I'm here. And you're not anywhere close to where you think you are. But now this, with, with the markers and the audible, uh, sound and they get louder as you get close to them, and then you're confident that you're at you're actually at the seat you think you're at, or you know there's a seat here to sit down, or a bin as a waypoint, or or a picnic table. Uh, yeah. it it's it's kind of a um, more of a re re reaffirming tap on the shoulder. Yes, you're going the right way instead of plowing around, getting lost, and you know having to go. Hey! where's my phone ring someone you know it's it's a lot nicer and you can set as many waypoints as you want and i'm even walking to my parents now and yes yes they're delighted to see me more often but uh you know so it's it's, it's grand and have you felt that kind of um mainstream technology has become more accessible in the last uh let's say five or six years um yeah i think companies are waking up to the accessibility. I think they're realizing that there's a serious market out there for people with, with uh, vision impairment, sight loss. I, even with more programs on television as well with audio description and more accessibility coming through the likes of, of the, the suppliers, like Netflix have their own category now, which is just audio description, which I find fantastic. And you know it, it it is shaping up because at start like I went blind twelve whatever years ago or twelve fourteen, and um, I found everything at the time very clunky, 
and if you were swiping left or right, it'd go, it'd go button, 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 and then it might say, oh, I don't know, you know, it, it'll, it'll actually give something a title, and then it'll go button, button, and then it'll go image. But now there's a lot less uh, websites or, or apps or newspapers or even, you know, advertisements that come in along. There's more information on them and you can swipe, you can swipe through and you don't, you don't feel it's left out. So it's, 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 oh, I think it's getting a lot faster and a lot better. And are, have you come across any kind of particular stumbling blocks to websites if you want to, let's say, buy something online or anything like that? Is there any um, websites you've found really accessible and even a, a few who aren't as much? Um, I could tell you a few funny stories, but no, I no, I like using I like using Amazon. It, it takes a bit of kind of figuring out, and there's always another product that's there. But uh, I like using the Allied Irish Bank. I find it very easy. The Allied Irish Bank app to transfer funds between my accounts. Uh, it's a little it's harder. You'd have to get people site assistance, which. Uh, because you have a little calculator code thing if you wanted to put it into other accounts that could be made a bit smoother i think if if possible and the other one which is something i learned uh maybe not exactly on point but um it was an app it's it's uh, when covid happened and all that i i used to enjoy a bet on the horses and everyone else learned how to knit or play an instrument or something i actually learned how to use a, a gambling app <laughs> <Bet not. laughs> and it was there and it was sign this in, sign that, do this, do the other. And I actually it it, it worked a treat. And then it, it's little victories like that for me, because I have total sight loss. It's it, it, you know, it makes you partly it makes you human again. You're not I'm say human again, but you're not left out of the crack with the lads if you're out or in yeah. touch and, and they're saying, you know, yeah, yeah, I think it's really sharpening up. And touch wood, I haven't really come across a bad app that has, has let me down at all. And if there is ones, they just haven't been updated or they've been abandoned by the company or, or business that, that brought them out in the first place. You know, they've moved on, they've changed their name, maybe they've gone into a different field. But, uh, you know, you, you can weed them out just if you, if you download them and you don't like it, delete and keep going till you find something. And the other one is, if people were out there looking for stuff, if you can get a hold of a podcast, get your own podcast player. Uh, mine is mine is called Downcast, and I'd recommend people sign up to AppleViz, and that's that's that is always up to date. I know it's Apple, Apple, Apple as usual, but they cover a lot more than that, and um, you know they do new releases and what and what app apps to recommend and different things like that. And tell me, Joe, in terms of you know the way um, kids are often more advanced in their parents on the world of technology. Um, I'm sure you're educating your own children on um, how you navigate websites um, by virtue of having to make them audible and, and accessible for yourself. Uh, yes. Oh, they'd see, uh, particularly my son has been with me, and he'd see there'd be, nothing on the, there'd be nothing on the screen, and I'm flying around the screen, dark screen, with fingers and gestures and different things. I'm not really... A heavy PC user, I find the typing and things 
or else my, you know, your jacket or, or hoodie or whatever, whatever you're wearing can hit buttons, particularly if it's very sensitive or on a laptop, and then your whole screen will change if there's a touchpad or something, and that just that just frustrates me a lot. But uh, Jacob and Annabelle, they'll be watching me, and they're like, how do you do that? But then, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a needs must, or a, and um, you belt away. But I'll tell you another one, funny one about kids and just stuff. I'd say Jacob was about three, and on the screen, I used to have the screen on or off, and I wasn't really paying attention because I always thought he was too little. And he yeah. had little, he had little games and this and that. And I had a thirteen, I had a thirteen character uh, password for iTunes, and he is dead, dead, and I swear, three, three years of age, he was able to recite. He was able, he was after watching me, and he was able to do it then and buy little games on Roblox. I swear, one Christmas before that, I was out nearly five hundred quid. <laughs> And he laughing at me. He goes, "As you Jacob, all you? And he goes, "Yeah, Teddy, I got blocks and blocks." And I was like, "Oh God!" But uh, the heel of the hunt that that wore out. So what that did tell me is, kids will always be sharper than us adults, who we think were the smart ones. And he's twelve now. Annabelle is eighteen, and they'd buy and sell you and go through you twice. And you just have to, you just have to try and keep an eye on them and lock this and, and whatever. But they're sharp. Don't don't ever under, underestimate them. You know that'd be that'd be the way I'd put it. But having said that, I have found a few games like uh, Battleship that I can play, say on my phone, and one of them might have an iPad, and we just play against each other like one on one and different things. So there's a few games out there that's enjoyable to play to play good. against each other, and you have a laugh. You know. Good, 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 good. Um, and as you're right, so say kids are are, are definitely more tuned in then we give them credit for um, oh for sure for sure yeah definitely definitely so listen joe um the final question that i ask all my guests is what one piece of advice would you give someone else who's just learned that their site will be deteriorating um oh, god so many well different things it's scary i'll tell you that it is scary is an understatement guess in touch with the NCBI, that'd be a big one. Don't be afraid, they are nice people. Uh, you're going into a very different world. If you've a bit of vision left and you know you're going to go down the route, uh, well, I didn't get this time, but it was said to me really, really have a good look around your house, your own surroundings. Uh, talk to people that come in out of your house. Tell them to put back the stools and chairs at the, at the dinner table. Tell them that your house, your room, close the doors. You don't want them left open or half open because you get fed up hitting them. Make sure they leave nothing on the floor. And the other one is, in regards of technology, would be to learn the keyboard. I think it's very handy to, to know the keyboard, know the layout of the keyboard, because everything now with, with banks or, or websites that you're using, Nine times out of ten, you have to have a password or or a, a key code to get in and use them and this and that. And it's nice to be able to find them, learn how to use the um, the keychain, uh, uh, you know, on different apps or different devices that will remember some passwords for you. And then the other one I will give to everyone, anyone, if they do or don't want to take it or not, is 
with passwords, my favorite thing to do with passwords is have one word that you like, and we'll just we'll say telephone, right, for the minute. Yeah. That's your ba- that'll be we're just going to say telephone is your basic password, and then for every other app you have, and it, it requires a different password, change the password, just change it to the first two letters of it. So if you if you if you had the uh, I don't know the, the Allen Irish Bank mobile app and you're looking for a password for that, just just Allied is A double L, so you just go A L and then telephone, and then your number or whatever at the end of it. And always because you'll always remember that it's the first two letters, then your normal telephone, and away you go. And I think it's an easy way to remember. And you've always changed your password. Like one password will not get people into it. So it's just good advice. Yeah, I mean, just, to be fair, just, we're always bombarded with so many passwords and two-factor authentication systems. And yes. Uh, it's important to try and simplify it as much as possible for our own ability to remember. Exactly, exactly. And uh, no, definitely, that's that's what I'd say. And don't be afraid to pick up your phone or your your piece of equipment. The NCBI have great services in the background. Like Maureen Lanigan done a lot for me with the technology side of stuff. And um, Madeline Flanagan also done the independent living skills. And get in touch with other uh, facilities that are out there. There's a lot of places you can learn or go. And it's, it's, like I, I hid away from the world for a year, year and a half, two years when it happened to me. But get out and get going. And, uh, you know, get a walk. Try and, try and do something. Good advice, good advice. And I suppose if anyone is interested in connecting with NCBI services, please feel free to call the info line 1-800-911-250. We have offices right across the country um, and more than happy to uh, help out in any way we can. Um, All information about our services are available on the website ncbi.ie. But for now, Joe, I'd just like to say thank you very much for having a chat with me. We certainly appreciate your time um, and enjoy the rest of your day. No problem. And the same to you, June, and your listeners. Thanks very much. Slow job.